Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, really excited to get into the message today. Um, the message, the podcast, you know what I mean. Um, anyway, I just wanted to read a comment here just to kick things off. And this is what I talk about when I say your comments mean the world to me. Thank you for those who have left reviews and ratings and everything else. So I got a message uh, just last week. Um, and this is the message. Hey, dude. Just wanted to reach out and say I love your podcast. It's a great balance of usefulness, transparency, and humor. It feels like I'm sitting in a living room somewhere on a couch having a conversation with you. Just want to encourage you. You're doing amazing work. So big thanks. Um, I won't use your name because this was not a public review, but uh, I really appreciate it. And you know, I, I, I've mentioned this before, but podcasting is really fun. And I would say sometimes it can be a lonely experience because you're just by yourself talking to yourself. And, and of course, like I hit record while I do that and I do get to interview people as well. And I love the interviews because, you know, it's just a different experience. But podcasting can be lonely and these comments mean a lot. It's a good reminder of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I, I really do hope that, uh, that what we're doing here is a, a blessing to you. And I, I hope it's helping you grow and become the man that you were made to be. Today's episode, we're talking about um, how to treat women with respect. And it's not a new subject. And it's, it's not going to become an old subject anytime soon. You know, I think um, this whole issue is just, uh, we're just getting started. And we're just sort of tapping into it. Now, there's a lot of different angles that I thought about for this episode, you know, I thought we could talk about the theology behind women and dealing with women. And, you know, there's lots of opinions about should women be in leadership or not, and what a woman can and can't do. And uh, the feminist movement is stronger than it's ever been in our society today. And so that poses a a bunch of interesting issues, but I I will be upfront. That's not where I'm going with the episode today. Um, There's also um, some scripture, I believe it's first Peter, it's one of Peter's books. And he talks about, you know, how women are to adorn themselves in worship and all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, there, there's lots of really interesting scripture out there that talks about women and the roles women play, the rights women's care, uh, the rights women carry, and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to just go at it from a, a different angle today. When I sit down and talk with a guy who wants to get free of porn, so you know, either he's just asking me questions at a speaking event, or um, or it's you know in our group coaching calls. Or it's somebody who's interested in the program and we're kind of vetting him to see if he's going to be a good fit. One of the things that I will ask is, okay, when you get free of porn, what does life look like? Like, tell me your porn-free life. And oftentimes it is, I, I have a healthy respect for women. For women? Women. I have a healthy respect for women. That's usually part of it. So... I always find that quite interesting and I I totally get the sentiment, you know, because looking at porn really does condition your brain to see women differently, uh, to objectify, 
and to sort of detach their humanity from their body. And that's, that's a major problem. So I get it. I get why, why guys say, yeah, I want to treat women with respect. And, you know, I get that when you lust in your heart, you've committed adultery, right? So in some ways, it's like that's, that's the, the utmost disrespect you can show to another person is, is undressing them with your eyes or thinking of somebody that way. Um, I just thought we'd, we'd talk about the subject a little bit today. I, I don't have any really particular points. Um, I just jotted down a couple ideas. But I, I think it's really interesting because usually um, the whole concept of treating women with respect, when someone says, you know, I don't want to objectify them, I want to treat them with, with respect, usually that's coming out of a place of I look at women lustfully. That's usually what it is. It's like, okay, I look at them lustfully and I don't know what to do about it, So I, but I know it's bad. I know I'm not supposed to do it, so I want to stop doing it. And so we say, I want to treat women with respect. So I get that. Now, the interesting thing is there is actually a disconnect between those lustful thoughts and our actions. In other words, like you can meet the most like the kindest, most respectful guy on the planet, and he might still struggle with lustful thinking. So I, I talk about this in our programs a lot, but you have to be really careful about the conclusions you draw about yourself. Just because you have a lustful thought doesn't make you a terrible person, and it doesn't mean you don't treat women with respect. It might mean that you have some work to do. You still have some growth. But I'm, I'm very slow to say, oh, well, I don't respect women because I have lustful thoughts. I, I think that's a bit of a stretch, even though I, I'm not, again, I'm not permitting people to have lustful thoughts about women and to do whatever you want with your mind because as long as you treat them, it's okay. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I just think it's really interesting because um, there's, there's clearly more to this than just the simple thing of like, I want to treat them with respect. It's really like I want to think about them respectfully. I want to feel respectful towards them or I want to feel um, like I want to feel like I can think about them in a way that is truly honoring to God. It, it, it goes way beyond just our actions. And that's why I, I find it a funny statement to say, you know, I want to treat women with respect because um, it's it's much more than that. It's not just that we want to treat them with respect. It's that we want to um, we, we want to view them in, in the deepest part of our hearts the same way that God views them. Now, my, my two cents on this is, is twofold. I have two ideas on how you, can really, um, how you can really treat women this way or view women this way or whatever you want to call it. The first is uh, building meaningful relationships with other women goes a long way. Logic and reason will only take you so far. So I think sometimes we tell ourselves like, well, this is a, a daughter of God. This is a person made in God's image. She is beautiful and therefore I should respect her. And so we we kind of know all the right things to say, but it's very rare that actually affects our thinking. It, it's very rare that it actually affects our perceptions and the way that our brain responds to women. So logic and reason only goes so far, but building meaningful connection goes much further. When you begin to engage with women and, and you start to ask about their lives and learn about 
the things they're interested in, the things they're disinterested in. When you start to build meaningful friendships, it really goes a long way. And it's one of the best ways to just shape your perceptions about who women are and what they're like. Um, the, the more you humanize a woman, the better. The better you will likely treat them and, and the better off you'll be. So I, I strongly encourage it. And, you know, uh, the average guy has friendships with uh, women anyway. But I guess what I'm suggesting is that you really make sure that you get to know them on on a, a deep human kind of level. And that it's not just superficial things, um, but that you really, you know, that you just show a genuine interest in, in who they are and what they do. And, and what happens is your heart starts to reshape itself. It starts to... Um, kind of view things or see things differently. And as a result, you will then start to think about women differently. Now, again, not it's not a foolproof kind of way. It's, it's not tried, tested and true per se, but it has been really helpful for me. And I, I can think of a couple women off the top of my head that I've had great friendships with over the years. And just getting to know them and doing life together and all that kind of stuff was really helpful for me just learning to respect and treat women well. The second thing, and this is much more spiritually flavored, the second thing is getting to know God. Because what you must remember is that women are made in God's image. Not just men, women too, right? Equally made in God's image. And so women, um, well, so getting to know God allows you to know women better. If you if you understand the heart of God well, you will gain a, a deep value for women and for who they are and for what they represent because they really do represent um, qualities of God that that men do not. And granted, you know, there's no such thing as an overtly feminine quality. I mean, you can say that women are kind and nice and whatever, have higher pitched voices or I don't know. You could pick any characteristic you want. But it's only kind of true, right? Like there's going to be men who have some of those qualities as well. Um, but I guess what I would say is um, when you really get to know God and you understand that women represent a part of God, it it does start to change the way, the way you experience them. Now, again, I'm not suggesting to logic your way into this, but one of the things that I, I did for a season of my life is I would actually journal and I would ask God about just certain women that were in my life. And I would say, God, what, what do you like about this person? And what, how does this person reflect you? And I would just ask those kinds of questions and just try to really piece together that when I disrespect a woman, I'm disrespecting God, you know, but again, not doing it logically, but actually experientially gaining those, those times or those, that understanding of why God is so passionate about women and the fact that women themselves actually represent a piece of God and a part of his heart. Now, one more thing I'll just throw in as a bonus is I, I think one of the best things you can do if you're really struggling to treat people well, it is simply a reflection of how you feel about yourself. I know that probably hurts a little bit, but it is the truth. And so people who don't treat others well only do it out of a place of self-hatred, of poor self-worth, something to that effect. So what I encourage people to do, whether it's with women or it's some other kind of group where you're struggling to really value them and respect them and honor them, 
It's grow in your own value. Grow in your own identity. Learn to love yourself better because as you love yourself better, you will also then learn to love others better, women included. Um, and I, the, the whole premise of this is Matthew 22, where Jesus is asked by the Pharisees, you know, what is the greatest commandment? He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second greatest is like it, you are to love others as you love yourself. The key word there is as. You are to love others as you love yourself. So in other words, how you see yourself will determine how you see others. How you love yourself, how you value yourself will determine how you see and value others, women included. And our brains try to detach the human part of women and just treat them as something physical, um, you know, something to an object, that kind of idea. But that's just simply not true. And so doing some of these things, you know, um, getting to know women on a deeper level, uh, understanding that they're made in God's image and really working on your own value, those are going to go a long way to shaping your heart and ultimately changing the way you see women for what they are. Now, uh, if you want to get super granular on sort of a, a mental level, your brain is actually, it does two things. So your brain is constantly scanning, right? Like the eyes are are constantly informing your brain. And your brain looks for one thing first. It always looks for threats. Are there any threats to the environment? And if there aren't any threats, then the brain looks for other things, pleasure, desire, whatever. So your, your eyes get very good at spotting attractive people. And so when you spot them, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, we've done other episodes on it, and I can link to that in the show notes. But when you spot other women, what you really want to do is um, as quickly as you can identify it at a brain level. So even in your peripheral, because it almost always starts in the peripheral, right? It's just being able to stay in that place. There's a, there's a mental place. Every person can access this mental place where out of the corner of your eye, you have caught someone attractive. Your brain is thinking about how to do a double take, another look or whatever. And in that moment, there's that space where you can actually hold those two intentions. So it's I've acknowledged the person is there. They're my type or something about them appears to be attractive based off my peripheral vision. Your brain is now thinking of ways to look again or to engage with the person or whatever it might be. And you can, the longer you can stay in that space, the better. Now it happens very quickly, but as you start to pay attention to it, you can actually begin to nip that thing in the bud. So your, your brain identifies that thing out of your peripheral and you're able to form that pattern of just finding something else to focus on. And usually the easiest thing to focus on is the thing that you were focused on before. <laughs> because generally speaking, that that attractive person or whatever, it, it comes out of left field, right? Like you were you were minding your own business, you were thinking about something, and then you got derailed. So the, the best thing you can do is to re-rail, to get railed again. I don't know what that term is. Derailed? I don't know if there's an opposite. But get, just get your focus back on track. Whatever it is you were thinking about before, redirect your attention there. Acknowledge that there's somebody there that may or may not be attractive, that might be or might not be worth your time, probably not. 
and that it's better for you to just keep focused on what you're doing. Now, this takes work, okay? This is a mental exercise. It's not a mental hack. Hacks are things you can just kind of do quickly and right away. Uh, this is an exercise. It takes practice and it takes time, but with both of those things, eventually you you can really be in control of your thinking and it's a, it's a pretty amazing place to be. So I, I would not encourage you to do that alone, but that coupled with some of the other things we talked about that sort of impact the heart, that can really go a long way. Now, in summary, I'll just say this. Um, if there's any women listening out there, much love to you. Um, and I'm, I, I want to really apologize for uh, the way that men have treated you and, and looked at you. And um, and I, I want to apologize for any experiences you've had where, where you felt like you were just an object. And men, I want to encourage you, if, if you have women in your life, um, I would, I would really encourage you to, um, to especially, especially the ones who are, you know, mean a lot to you. Um, I'd encourage you to hear their stories, uh, to ask them, you know what, what's it like being, being a woman in the 21st century? Have you ever felt objectified by a man before? What was the experience like? How did it, how did it impact you? Um, what, what does that feel like? Um, how do you deal with it? How do you go into public places knowing you're going to be objectified and oogled at and everything else? Um, those kinds of conversations go a really long way to shaping the heart and ultimately helping you grow in in your own maturity and your own ability to honor God's instruction to us, which was not to lust, not even to look lustfully at a woman. So, hey, thanks so much for listening. I, I hope that you found this podcast useful. I hope it helps you lead your life with confidence and integrity. And I hope it helps you walk in greater degrees of freedom. That's really what we're all about here. It is about helping men get free because if you change the man, you change the land. And um, I just want to remind you that if you are interested in getting free pornography and you're looking for some free resources, in addition to this podcast, we have the ultimate guide to porn recovery. It is my five best practices for how to get free of porn. Uh, It talks about how to process emotions, how to pinpoint those underlying issues that are maybe causing the porn problem in the first place, and tells you about how to do accountability the right way. Uh, That's a a big one for me. So uh, if if you're interested in that, you can go to www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com, get your hands on a free copy, and uh, I think you'll be really, really impacted by it. I get a lot of good comments about it. I know it's, um, it's been quite helpful for those who've had a chance. And uh, it's ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Hey, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. And we'll talk soon, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.